Hey, this is Zach Catanzaro. And I'm Walker Lukens. We're the hosts of Song Confessional, the only podcast where today's top songwriters turn your anonymous stories into original songs. This week, we've got a salacious tale of train platforms and anonymous hookups. Austin songstress Buffalo Hunt transforms the confession into a cinematic indie pop gem, exploring the dark pleasures of our bad decisions. Listen to Song Confessional at KUTX.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and I'm recording these intros from my home in Austin, Texas, rather than from KTX, the radio station where we make this podcast because all of Austin is iced in. We had like freezing temperatures and a little moisture, and there were even a few snowflakes, which is like a huge deal here in Austin, so... The whole town is shut down. It feels cozy and perfect for podcast making. And this episode in particular is going to warm you from the inside out because this week we are going to hear from Clemens Ribbine and Philip Dausch of the German electro-folk band Milky Chance. But before we get started, I want to let you know about the new This Song postcard. I mean, if you're like me, then some of your 2018 resolutions include connecting more with the people you love and we here at team this song well we wanted to make something that would help people do that we created this whole postcard experience you can color the front write a story on the back about a song that changed your life and then send it to a friend we have physical postcards at all of our KUTX events KUTX is a radio station where we make this podcast but if you don't happen to live in Austin then you can download one from the internet just go to the show notes page for this episode or go to tiny.cc slash this song postcard, all one word. And you know, we would really love to like see your work. So when you're finished coloring and writing, but like before you put it in the mail, please snap a picture, send it to us. You can tag us on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle is at this song KUTX, or you can send it straight to our inbox, this song at KUTX.org. And now... On to Milky Chance. The band takes folk melodies and instrumentation and mixes these elements with electronic beats. Like, they really don't care about genre distinctions. And they released their first record, Sad Necessary, in 2013 in Europe and then 2014 here in America. And last year, they released their second record, Blossom. They came through Austin, Texas last October to perform at Austin City Limits Music Festival. And I got to speak to them backstage. And... I got to speak to both Philip and Clemens about songs that changed their lives. First, I spoke to Philip, and he told me about a song he heard when he was a teenager that really showed him, like, what music was actually about. A song that changed my life, in a way, is um, from John Frusciante, from the album Curtains, and the song is called A Name. And I was just listening, by the time I was... 14 and I went to school far away which was an hour away so I always had to take a bus in the morning for an hour and I listened to that song every day for probably two years and it'll keep on coming back a fool gets laughed at and I'll go on and on and on 
feeling strong I wonder who in the single thing I was into the Red Hot Chili Peppers first and I love John the most and then I was just at one point finding out that he's doing solo stuff and then I just started listening to it um, yeah like 10 years ago maybe 12 and I think Curtains was probably coming out by that time that's why probably I listened to it and the whole album is great it's like it's hard to pick a song but this song was in particular something actually to that time I was like this song means so much to me I want to like have it played at my funeral so, <laughs> do you still do you still feel that way yeah yeah I would I would still choose it I think yeah through a day and I may have met my man this whole album and him as like a artist it's just he's he creates such an emotional and like very nostalgic melancholic sound out of like a very fragile thing like he's he as a person seems very struggling very fragile very sensible but he's putting out something that is so strong like in terms of the emotion it feels very like valuable you can feel he like feels something and he's making it into like beautiful melodies and it's just that process as well it's like very fascinating to me like someone having probably not the nicest feelings and not the nicest thoughts but transfers it into like beautiful music was probably the first very intense way of actually recognizing what's happening in this process of like someone creating music I mean I think we or like I felt music before in a way but probably not in the way that I actually thought wow he's creating that emotion in music so that was definitely a first very intense experience of that and, and were you playing music at the time? Yeah, I definitely played that music as well. Like I, I tried to cover it, yeah. So you actually tried to cover that song? Did as you well, go home yeah. and you yeah, learn yeah, the song? Yeah. It's just like very much in me. Like every time I listen to it, it just has, it's like smells. It's the same with music, I feel. It can like throw you back to that very certain feeling you had at that time. And it's like when I hear that song, I just like feel this very strong, like me sitting in a bus being 14 going to school not wanting but like listening to that music and just being satisfied and like happy i realized music to me is just something that will always be a safe place no matter where in life i'm gonna be like how hard how nice or like you know like what different periods in life you have music is always a stable thing in your life where you can relate on what do you think it is about music that it can do that, that it can convey emotion. Because to me, that's, we talk about this all the time on the podcast, it's one of the craziest things about music, yeah. is that sound can actually convey and transmit the co emotion. Cognitive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, it's a sense. Um, it's like you can hear something and it like makes something in your brain and makes you feel things. So for me, it's magic. It's, it's love and it's, uh, it's just 
it's another language and it's like everybody can speak it and it's possible to like say things that words can't so it's just universal and it's like yeah it's a different way of communication Next, I spoke to Clemens, and he mentioned a singer that I knew well, but a song that I had never actually heard. I was trying to go back in time as well, and uh, I listened a lot. Like, at that age, I listened a lot to Bob Marley. There's some rare demos existing in the World Wide Web, which, are, which have never been recorded, and I fell in love with those demos, so I like it's very... Yeah, it's just a demo, you know? There's some, some songs uh, where you hear that he was just sitting in, a, like in his living room or in his hotel room and had like a, like a recorder and plus a record button and played it. So there's one song called Rumors, for example. to that a lot it's it's just yeah just him and a, and a guitar it's just him sitting somewhere and singing that song and there's yeah there's no other version existing of it I just like it because it's very intimate and honest as you have this <laughs> uh, terms and um, I think this is definitely what we share about that it's we love raw rawness in music you know yeah, when it's like, like not it's went through a lot of production side, or you know? like First yeah. It's like the. I mean, that's like what uh, what we both come from is making street music, and I think that's what we love about music. That the very first point where it's put it out from the one who makes it, you catch it, and it's not like, you know, through all the industrial or like ways of advertisements or whatever music is like, sometimes going through. Yeah, it's just like the. It's just the direct direct impact of music from human to human. Yeah, the first first moment of coming into existence. Where something is like, it actually is like from nothing until the birth, yeah, the birth, birth, yeah. So I listened to the birth of that song a lot and uh, it touched me very deep and it's very, it's a very nice song and it's it's really cool because I think he recorded it kind of in the morning. So I, I... uh, His voice was extra raspy. Yeah, I I checked, I tried to to read something about it and I found like some information that he he liked to record his demos in the morning because his voice was extra raspy <laughs> in the morning time. So uh, maybe it's the same with this song. I I can just remember like actually coming home after school, being in my my room and uh, just hanging around the window, smoking cigarettes looking outside and listening to the song and being uh, being in a melancholic mood 
because you're in love with that one girl but she doesn't give a shit or whatever <laughs> happens in school whatever <laughs> i'm gonna go listen to bob marley <laughs> <laughs> well and i mean and you guys now you're the creators and so do you ever find yourself falling in love with demos that you make i definitely have like demos for example from songs from the album which we didn't put on the album which are for me just that thing i mean i also feel music is about the momentum like you can play a song one time in like this place without any good gear or anything but it's just the momentum and then you're in a very nice studio but it's just not the same time to play it so there are sometimes demos we did where like i just love the momentum but also because i probably witnessed it you know like for someone else might be the version from the studio might be his yes. momentum to listen to it so it's for me it, it's also like a diary it's very so, personal um, it's very personal also like what he said like what mood you find yourself in listening to it so like for example i remember that one time we recorded a, a version of stay which is on the, on the new album the first time was like i had a horrible night and uh, he came the next morning because the studio we recorded the demos was in my was in my flat so he came the next morning and was like, hey, I have this song. And I'm like, cool. I'm super not in a good mood. And he's <laughs> like, okay, you just do what you do. And I just took my blanket and lay on the ground in the studio and napped and was in my, my mood. And he was playing the song and I was just pushing record and was <laughs> like, bye. And that version is like, means a lot because I was in this weird being in my mind mood on the ground listening him playing this one take of that song and I was like oh after overcoming hour after hour ignoring all your demons your collapse on the cover of your darkness strangling your feelings and this from Milky Chance's second record, Blossom. And like, I love the idea of this song taking form, like Philip under a blanket, napping, trying to get over a rough night, and Clemens recording the song, and like, I hear that rawness, that directness in this music that both of them look for in other people's music. If you want to see Milky Chance, if you want to get a direct experience of them, then you're in luck because they are on tour in North America, and I will post a link to their tour dates on the show notes page for this episode, which is on the QTX website. You'll also be able to listen to a Spotify playlist there where you can hear all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through, except for that Bob Marley demo, Rumors, which you can only find on internet, like YouTube. So we'll post a link for that too. If you liked this episode, and we really hope you did, we would love a rating or a review on iTunes, and we would love for you to become a subscriber. That way you could get next week's episode with Daniel Lupi, and then the week after that's episode with Portugal the Man delivered right to you. And like we have a huge archive. We have over 100 episodes, so you should check those out too. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by Nadia Hamden, Art Levy, and me, Elizabeth McQueen. 
Jake Perlman recorded this interview. Kelly Seal is our most excellent intern. Aaron Waltz is our most excellent social media intern. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast, and it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.